six years ago, a man by the name of Rensis Likert developed an evaluation format. Can you name what that evaluation format was? If you said the Likert scale, you're correct. Kind of gives it away, right? The guy's name. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. And evaluation is a really important piece of training and development. Sometimes we choose not to have an evaluation, and that's totally fine. For instance, when I'm giving a keynote or I'm speaking at a convention, they're not sitting there filling out an evaluation on that presentation. However, there are times when it's really important and significant to have one. And is a Likert scale the most important thing? When I worked for Target Corporation, I had friends in a department called, I know, catch this, very sexy, survey and usability. And what I learned is there are people with PhDs in evaluation and how you ask questions so that people can answer them best. And the Likert scale typically is something like strongly disagree, disagree, neutral, agree, strongly agree. And what I learned is it doesn't actually have to be those words, depending on what you're asking, strongly agree or strongly disagree may not actually be what our brains need to hear or see in order to answer that best. It could be something like strongly disapprove, disapprove, undecided, approve. When you look at the question, you need to consider what is the best scale. So let's say you figured out that, you know what, agree to disagree is what you want to use. The question becomes, do I use a five-point scale? Do I use seven? Do I use 10? More doesn't always mean better. As you design your very next evaluation, consider if you want a midpoint. Is it a neutral point? Is it, does it mean it depends? Uh, is that middle point meaning I'm not really sure about the answer? Maybe that middle point means I'm just confused, so I'm just going to put it in the center. As you're looking at a five-point scale and deciding, do I want to have that middle piece, we really want to also consider, is it best to do a forced choice? Meaning, they're only going to be five, four points instead of five. So now they either have to agree or disagree. The challenge with that becomes when maybe they don't know enough about the concept that you're asking about. Now you're forcing them to agree or disagree with something that they don't even know anything about. And so the struggle is, well, I, I want to agree, but I don't even know what they're talking about. So here's a tip if you're going to use a five-point scale. Whatever the verbiage you're going to use, do you want to use a five-point scale? Here are a couple of things that research, research has shown. Um, number one, Include, include a midpoint when you intend to use the data as integral data to generate average scores and parametric statistics. So when you want to know if something is statistically significant or insignificant, you're going to have um, 30 people respond, 30 out of 30, you're going to have that. Then you want to use a midpoint. You also want to use it, like I said a little earlier, use it when people are familiar with the topic uh, so that if they're familiar with it, they, they know a neutral standpoint means not yes or no because I'm familiar and I know what I'm talking about. Now, times to get rid of it. Don't use a midpoint if you're unfamiliar with the topic or haven't yet formed an opinion, like I said earlier. And second, under pressure to please someone. So your name is going to be on that. You don't want to tell anyone that I really didn't like her or 
I might get in trouble. Um, maybe one of the questions is about my peers. Did they, were they up to par? And I don't really want to tell them, no, they stunk. They weren't good participants. And so maybe consider excluding that midpoint if there's that pressure piece. In either case, the whole idea here is evaluation, knowing when to use them, picking a scale that's appropriate, and then deciding, do I want a midpoint or not? Just make sure that you are meaningful in the decision that you make. I'm Becky Pipe Pluth. Thank you for listening to this creative training tip. We'll see you next week.